Last time on Eidolon Pop, Strixial left his undertow home, haunted by the mystery of a forgotten past. It wasn't long before he met a new group of friends, some familiar and some not. As they were getting acquainted, they were interrupted by a small, bird-like being named Phoenix, who lured them onto the neighborhood's public transit system, the Vega Bus. Once aboard, Phoenix revealed that they were one of the Spears of Hell, and with their ability, Lucky, they were planning to murder Strix. Oh no! This is coming out too hot, fresh out the gate, but I think Ron's gonna do some shit. <laughs> okay, what are you gonna do? Uh, I want to say during that whole exchange, the whole monologue. Um, yeah, Ron used pickpocket to steal some of his feathers. <laughs> okay, yeah, give me that roll. Six plus one seven. Yeah, so remind me what happens on a mixed success on a pickpocket. I think they either notice they're missing something or notice you touching them. Uh, the target notices you touching them, or the target immediately notices the stolen object is missing. Okay, yeah, I think the first one there makes more sense for what you've stolen here. I think Phoenix is continuing their little uh, villain monologue and just says, um, I always knew I was going to be the one to get to kill Strix. Lucky gives me the power to find him when no one else can. He's real hard to track down because he doesn't look like how he used to. Uh, uh, excuse me, did personal space? Hey, so- sorry, hey. sorry. I group, you're, yeah. you're mystical and like magical and shit, and I can like I can like probably pawn these for something, right? Okay, yeah, I understand that I'm in the middle of explaining that I'm here to kill your friend, but can we respect some boundaries here? I, I, I just kind of met. I just met that guy. I just I just met them. I just met that owl. Okay. Yeah. Want to get too involved in? Well, anyway, where was I? You see, lucky just kind of means that things tend to go my way. That's how I managed to find Strix in the first place, and why the bus was coming right when I needed it, and uh, why all of you decided to not do anything, even though you could tell there was something up, couldn't you? I mean, shit. Okay. Um. Anyway, I'm not here to kill you directly, but. Given that we're all on the bus together, the fastest way for him to die is probably going to be if there's a bus accident. And, um, you're prop, you know, I guess do what you need to do, but, uh, not my problem, really. I think, uh, Phoenix just kind of kicks back in their seat and just sort of puts their wings behind their head. Um, Abby pokes her head out the window. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Strix! Oh, hey, yeah, what's up? Get out of here! Oh, you sure? Yeah, he's trying to kill you. Go. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> he's going to fly off. <laughs> well, golly, you really shouldn't have done that. All of a sudden, there is a clunk and a grind. It feels... Abby, you're looking your outside, and you can see that it looks like some piece of metal fell off the bus, and it grinds under the bus's wheels, and smacks you in the face and ricochets off of your head to hit one of Strix's wings. Ah! 
<laughs> Advance your damage track one, Strix, and uh, you're, you're not hurt, hurt, but mm, this wing seems like it might be a little unreliable at the moment. I assume I also advance my damage track? Yeah. Ow. Like I said, feel free to try to save yourself, but if you try to interfere with me, then Lucky's gonna get you too. I mean, why, why, why are you killing him? What, what did we do to you? Well, you didn't do anything to me. Really, none of you did, but Strix is one of the people who destroy the universe. What? How could there be a- there are- we're here. What do you- what? Yeah, and you're welcome for that. It's us demons that brought everything back after Strix and his dumb friends ruined everything. Strix doesn't have any friends. <laughs> Not anymore! Dummy! Wait, are you calling me a dummy or Strix? No, I'm calling him a dummy. Sorry, that was a little unclear, I guess. Strix, do you have friends? Uh, you guys, I thought. Not, okay, you, you know what? No, I'm sorry. You're right, Strix. You, uh, that was rude. You are my friend. Did we destroy... I'm very confused. Who destroyed who? What? I'm... Yeah, my... Ow. Who ended the universe? Like I said, it was Strix and his buddies. Oh, what are all they... There was... James, that's Strix. Well, that's what Strix used to be called when he was a person. Then there was, uh... Who else? You got Sloan Parker? What? You Ho got... No, hold on. What? 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 You said Sloan Parker? Where... Yeah, you said, uh... You've been talking about her, right? Yeah, one. that's... Right? Oh. She's my, uh... Where, where is she? Like, oh. what... Are you... Wait. So you're trying to kill Sloan? I mean, right now I'm trying to kill Strix. I, not right now. I mean, in, like... You want to kill Sloan? In general? Yeah. In general, our job right now is to wipe out every alternate version of the people that erase the first universe. Okay, you just threw like three things that- uh, Oh my god. Yeah, this is a lot. <sighs> you really don't need to worry about it. Like I said, I would mostly concern yourself with getting to safety. Things are gonna get bad fast around here. So like, we can get off the bus? I don't know, can ya? I don't know, can I, Luke? <laughs> uh... The bus is moving pretty fast. I think as you're getting up to look to see if there's a way to do that, all of a sudden the guy embedded in the back wall starts, like, rasping and coughing and a little bit of blood spurts out of his uh, mouth. Jesus! And uh, all of a sudden the bus driver, kind of, who has been ignoring all of this, just grabs uh, the PA mic and just says, Uh, looks like the brakes don't work anymore. Not really sure what's going to happen here. Huh. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, you can try to get off the bus if you want, but it's gonna be difficult. It's R moving, like, at speed. Ron wants to look out of the window and investigate. <laughs> okay, yeah, what are you looking for specifically? Uh, basically, how can we avoid crashing this thing? Is there some way we could, like, lean it or... yeah. Okay, yeah, give me an investigate roll. That one's better. That is a seven plus two, so nine. Anyone want to assist? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'll assist. That is a three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, you get one question, uh, Ron. What complications should I be wary of? <laughs> hmm. Let me think here. <laughs> I think the big complication you need to be wary of is that this place is laid out like a suburb and this bus is going pretty fast. It is going to hit a dead end relatively soon and you're gonna need to figure out if you don't want this bus to just crash into uh, a house coming up here, you're gonna need to figure something out. 
can I approach the man in the wall, the man in the bus, the Benga man? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I... So, I've done this already to find BB or find something. I want to reach into that and try to see if I can communicate with this man and see if there's a way I can stop the bus, have him stop the bus, know how the bus works. Okay, yeah, give me a Dredge the Undertow. Cool. The Phantom Clock, once again, uh, is at 11 p.m. Uh, looming. So, that's a 7 plus 2, okay. that's a 9 minus 1 because of my unlucky stuff, that's an 8. Yeah. 8, okay. And that also, uh, Phoenix is obviously not going to go away, but mm-hmm. that, that counts as a roll that, like, don't worry about doing the minus uh, 1 yeah. from now on. Uh, okay, yeah, you, hmm, you approach this guy trapped in the back of the bus, and you just look into his eyes, and you can see intense exhaustion from him, and also pain. Uh, it is not good for him back here, and you do also get the sense, though, that he is, like, connected to the bus in a way that yeah, maybe, like, him coughing up blood does seem to be directly connected to how the brakes stopped working. And so maybe there is a way to use him to stop the bus, but you're not sure what to do. Um, meanwhile, uh, can I try something from the roof? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, how you doing up there? Okay, uh, hey, hey Burgess? Hello, Strix. Uh, the... Those those tacks, the, the the things you threw on the ground, what were those meant to do? Oh, to uh, pop the tires, keep the bus from moving. Okay, so sharp things on the ground will stop the bus. Yeah, it should uh, should break the tires. Okay, uh, I'm going. So my my Adelon power is extremely vague. It's manipulate the undertow. Right. Uh, I'm going to consider the street of the neighborhood to be part of the undertow. It and absolutely make, is. Make little spikes come out of it. Yeah. Um. I, I'm gonna say this is a bombard, because you're trying to hit the wheels of the bus from a distance. Okay, what are the stats for bombard? That's elegant. Okay, and my elegant is... one? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a ten. Ten, alright, yeah, in that case, yeah, spikes uh, shoot up from the ground and pop the tires of the bus. It is now... Sparks are flying everywhere as it is just grinding on its wheels. Uh, it is slowing it down, but it is also... The bus driver is losing more and more control, and uh, a crash... You know, you're slowing down, but it's still gonna, like, crash and maybe even flip over at this rate. Are there seatbelts? Of course not, it's a bus. God damn it. Hey, school buses have seatbelts. Your school bus has had seatbelts? Yeah. My school buses certainly didn't. No, mine neither. Mine did. They cared about our safety. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah, I'm going to say no no belts on this bus. But yeah, who's who's doing what here? Rob's going to go for the fucking emergency exit. Oh, kind of in the back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I th- does this have one of those? Does this have like an emergency? I-, I think not because where that would be is where this guy is. Oh, okay. I mean, you could just run up to the front and try to dive out that door. No, 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 no. All right, come back to me. Someone else do something. Okay, okay. Ethelwolf has something. Yeah, what you got? Uh, he wants to take the hammer and try to, like, pry off one of the metal plates that makes up the roof of the bus and grab Strix and kind of, like, y- use it as, like, a, a, a surfboard, basically, to, uh-huh. to break their fall as they jump off. 
Okay, yeah, give me a, uh, hmm, I, I guess give me a beat the odds plus Ellie for this. I want right. to help by flapping my good wing to try and yeah, yeah, yeah. stabilize us. It's a five plus two is seven. I rolled a five on the help, so that's, okay. not, that's not getting any better. <laughs> then I think here's what's going to happen is uh, you successfully rip a panel off of the top of the bus and, yeah... It's very fucking Sonic the Hedgehog 3 with Strix's tails and Burgess's Sonic as you use this uh, piece of sheet metal as a uh, surfboard onto the road and it's just kind of grinding everywhere. Um, as soon as you hit the ground, though, you kind of just eat shit and both just fall to the ground. Um, Strix, you realize that you, in your, like quickness to grab Burgess left the television behind on the roof of the bus and you can watch as the bus kind of careens away that just slides off the roof and falls and breaks oh shit oh no (laughs) was that important to you Strix Burgess you need to run right now why skeletons skeletons he readies his hammer I love Burgess. Yeah, I think uh, all of you in the bus, which is still, you know, going out of control, grinding on its wheels, can see behind you a uh, storm cloud of skeletons start to form behind you where uh, Strix and Burgess fell off. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. So, this is a timeout Favi, not a timeout in the game. Okay. The only thing I can think of is something really graphic, and I don't know if you want to do it in a less graphic sense, or say, my character does this while going to details. I think at this point, Carly would try to kill the man, and the way she okay. would do it is she has a knife. Okay. She, it's like a pocket knife. Stab him. Yeah, I, I think if we just say you drive your knife into yeah. him, like, we don't gotta get super yeah. deep in the detail of that. Uh, yeah, I think Carly looks at the man... She says, I'm sorry, you don't deserve this, but I'm I'm really sorry. And drives her knife into him. Whoa, ice cold, Carly. Oh my god. Give me a scrap roll, Carly. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Eight, okay. Then what's going to happen is... Uh... I mean, what what advantage do you want? I assume some kind of, like, take control of the situation. Yeah, the situation would be, like, hopefully the bus is not moving. Okay, then I think here's what happens. You stab him and just kind of, uh, comes out of him as you do. And, um, the bus starts to rip itself apart. This is the first time Phoenix has even really reacted since, uh, they gave their little spiel. They're like, hey, wait, what's going on? And uh, the bus kind of just blows apart. It doesn't explode or anything. It's just like almost as if all the nuts and bolts keeping it together just vanished all at once and it just collapses into pieces. And uh, Phoenix lands um, completely harmlessly like on a cushion. Carly, you are not so lucky. You land on the pavement and your face kind of grinds against it <laughs> as you come like tumbling to a stop. Advance your damage track. Mm-hmm. Um I think the bus driver is still sitting in his seat as it just kind of skids across the ground to a stop, and he uh, is still like clutching the steering wheel in his hands, and as he just sits there motionlessly for a moment, he says, um, Attention passengers, there's going to be a slight delay. 
what happens to me and Ron? I think you two man it like you land. It's it's a rough landing, but you don't need to take damage from it. Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that swarm of skeletons is rapidly growing, and it's coming towards you now too. Shit! 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 Um, we. Uh, oh my god. Um. Uh, I run over to Phoenix, and it, is he is he dressed like a little like a little boy, like a little schoolboy? <laughs> Now that you said that I am imagining them in a little sailor suit, yeah. Okay, I grab him by the little sailor collar. Uh-huh. I go, you need to tell us what is happening and where is Sloane. I don't need to do shit. Um, I slap him. I, I think you slap him and he just says, uh, I'll give you that one for free. You don't want to try it again. I hate you. Please just tell me where she is, please. Why would I? She's important to me. Please, just... I am asking you very nicely. Please. No? Like, no! This... I hate this place. (laughs) Strix and Burgess, you're surrounded by skeleton monsters that are slowly closing in around you. What do you do? Strix, you're a world destroyer, aren't you? Can't you summon some of that power? Alright. I've got an idea. Uh... And Strix is going to try and uh, split the road open to give everyone a hole to dive into, to hide from the Skellingtons. Give me a beat the odds plus pow. Pow, okay. Uh, let's see. Alright, that's a nine on the die. What's my pow? Your pow is zero. Okay, that's a nine. Okay, I think you managed to force open a small fissure on the road it is not going to be enough to accommodate everybody though it's let's say maybe two people can fit in there hmm well it has to be abby and carly (laughs) i thought we weren't as close to the skeletons you're not as close but like Hmm. you know they're they're there's more and more all the time are you are you gonna say something Burgess, about that or no if it can only fit two, it has to be Abby and Carly. Why? Well, well you're the ladies. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I I grab, I try to gently grab Abby's hands like, I I disagree with his logic, but... Yeah, 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 I get, I get it. This sucks. I hate this place. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, meanwhile, the skeletons are about to attack you, Strix, as uh, Abby and Carly run for the hole in the road you made. Uh, I'm going to fly at Phoenix and just straight up try to tackle him. Okay, give me a scrap. Alright, that's an eight. Eight, okay, I think uh, you do successfully tackle Phoenix as all of the skeletons clutch onto you. What do you what do you want to do to Phoenix? Like what what advantage do you want from scrapping? Um So Strix doesn't entirely understand what's happening, and he's yeah. kind of assuming that because of the bad vibes, Phoenix has something to do with the skeletons. Sure. And I think he's gonna try and get the skeletons to grab Phoenix if he can manage it. Okay, but I mean, like, do you want... Are you going for take control of the situation? Oh, I'm or? sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies. Okay, yeah. I think um, the skeletons all sort of rip and tear at you as you 
like dive bomb towards uh, Phoenix as best you can with your damaged wing, and uh, you tackle them to the ground. They are dis- distracted and also pinned momentarily, but they're just kind of laughing and say, "Ah, uh, oh, you're so dumb. There's no way you can kill me before the skeletons get to you. Even if you do kill me, they'll kill you anyway. You're done, buddy. You know the part in Thor 3 where <laughs> Thor throws Mjolnir in the sky and then kind of like holds Loki's head and calls back Mjolnir so that uh-huh. it, it must like smash through Loki's head to get back to his hands? Okay. I think Ethelwolf wants to do that and then hold um, Phoenix's head in his gauntleted hands and recall Oof. Son of Man. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me that recall roll. That's, uh, five total. Alright! Oh, boy. Do you want to push it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's a one and a two, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> Not great odds. Mm. Uh, no, failed that push myself. Oh, boy! <laughs> hey, interesting! Oh, here we go. What, what mm. number is it at? Because maybe I could help... I'd say I don't it, think the, it was anywhere close. The push itself was a snake eyes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you re-rolled the two and not the one? Even if she did, that would be a one and a two, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, oh dear boy. God. So when the Son of Man comes back, it's going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let me look at my notes here real quick. This is seriously God. like, we are fighting now three different things at once. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. Uh, I'm excited for the first TPK of Eidolon. <laughs> None of us have Eidolons yet, except for you two. <laughs> yeah, not you and me. Whole girls don't have... Mm, Do not call crazy. us that. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I said it. Okay. Ditch bitches. I think... Uh, yeah, Burgess... Tell me what you know about Son of Man, because we kind of talked about this. I don't know if it happened on the episode, but the conclusion we came to is you have an idol on, but maybe aren't totally aware that that's what it is. Yeah, I think when Burgess arrived in the Undertow, he was kind of in like a berserker rage Uh huh. and just started smashing everything for what seemed like an indeterminate amount of time. Uh huh. And then the apocalypse happens. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of woke up in that chair and forgot about all that berserker rage. Okay. So, and that that is, I would say if that doesn't totally line up timeline-wise to listeners, that's because we haven't totally talked about Burgess's deal on here. That maybe, you know, Burgess has been around longer than we realize. In case his old-timey ways didn't give it away. (laughs) Yeah, 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 but yeah. In case the misogyny wasn't, like, super apparent. I I think, yeah, instead of trying to talk around it, let's just get into the backstory you gave Burgess. That this is Universe One Burgess, who somehow made his way to the estate and was like... Like, the pop team from Season 1 could have run into him if they'd gone to the right places. Yeah, he was like in the in the boiler room, whatever, smashing away, but not really like not doing enough damage to really bring himself to attention. 
Right. Yeah, more of a nuisance that, you know, is being cleaned up after here and there. And because time works funny in the undertow, even though he's, like, over a hundred years old, he, you know, hasn't aged that much. Right. Yeah, and then the apocalypse happened and he ended up in his own universe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Son of Man, the claw hammer you've been using, uh, that is your Eidolon, comes flying towards you. Uh, it's going to impact with Phoenix's head. Your first inkling that something is wrong here is that Phoenix is completely calm, not even slightly worried uh, as you pick its head up. The hammer stops right before striking it and then flies up from there to bash you in the face, Burgess. Advance your damage track. What in the blazes? And uh, as it kind of flies past your head and is about to boomerang around to hit you again. And uh, I think you dropped Phoenix from that and they are just back to smugly, like, just laying down in the road as the hammer's about to come hit you. I told you you just shouldn't interfere. Now look at you. What did you do to my hammer? I didn't do anything. (sighs) I don't know. Okay, stop me if this is too much. I would like to reveal my master plan and, uh... Uh Uh-huh. Point that golden gun I stole from Strix. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Phoenix and just shoot him a button. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give me that master plan roll. Alright, that is a 9 plus 2, so 11. 11, okay. Then, yeah, I think it turns out that you stole Strix's gun. And uh, while Phoenix is busy, um, just kind of you know, showboating to Burgess, suddenly some gunshots ring through the air and bullets rip through Phoenix's body and uh, they look down at themselves and just say, Well, that's not ideal. Hmm. (coughs) Yeah, don't... Don't love this. Uh, Abby and Carly, what are you doing hiding in the hole? Uh, I think Carly is a little bit in post-shock because she's done... Not to get into details, she's done violence before, but nothing like that. So uh-huh. she's she's a little bit out of it. Um, I think Abby like notices, um, and goes, "Hey, Carly, here!" and like grabs Carly's hands and goes, "Just like look at me, okay? Yeah, just breathe, just." Better? Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay, you... We can talk yeah. about what happened later, um... Yeah. We what, have to do something, I think. I... What can we do? I... I have pepper spray. That's... I don't... I don't know what to like, do. She doesn't say anything. She looks, like, at her pocket. Or maybe, it's like, hanging from a chain. Hook, wallet chain. Uh, knife... Uh, that's like, um, what's it called? Uh, those knives the butchers have. I don't remember. Babe, what your knife is called when it's in a thingy and it's like... A switchblade? Switchblade! Cool. Well, no, I meant like the other one that you used to like repairs. Pocket knife? Swiss army knife? Pocket knife. Pocket knife. Okay. Um, I'm very femme for this. Here, um, why don't... Here, I'll trade you. 
Um, and I kind of take the knife and okay. hand her the pepper spray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she like slaps herself a little bit, try to get out of it. Um. Look, I, I'm. I'm scared. Um, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening. Um, I I know you don't either, but I don't. I like Strix, and I like. I work with Ron. Um. I don't want them to to die. So. Yeah, that's not my Ron, but I don't want to see any Ron die. Yeah. Um, um. Do we go for it? Do we try to distract? Sloan showed me a movie once. Have you ever seen okay. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Oh yeah, come. You, you know the. I, I know it ends with them dying, but it feels like that's yeah. kind of like all we got. Okay. All right. Um, I got your back. You got mine. Yeah, we're gonna do this for us. For them and for the people that we need to get back to. Alright. Three, two, two one. one. And we run out. Just yep. I, I imagine Abby's just yelling. <laughs> I, I think Carly's also yelling. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Both of you give me a beat the odds plus pow. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, that is a <laughs> ten. Ten, okay. Uh, I'm. Go- that's a... Uh, Five total. I'm gonna reroll the one. Okay. Um, that's a seven total. Hell yeah. Seven. Okay. Abby, I think you go running out, and the skeletons immediately zero in on you and rush in to claw at you, and then suddenly they stop, and they are further back from you, and they start to rush at you again, but again, right before they get to you, they back off again. They don't even back off, it's like they warp back. And uh, they're just, like, almost stuck in a loop of attacking you and then resetting right before they hit you. Fuck yes. (laughs) And, uh, Carly, you see behind Abby. Abby, describe what your Eidolon one more time looks like. One more time is a chrome robot lady what has a holographic jacket, um, sunglasses shaped like an hourglass on the side, and headphones. Um, and every time she they're looping, she has a holographic turntable that she's rewinding. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think, yeah, she is just floating behind you, constantly just moving the turntable to keep the skeletons at bay. And, uh, Carly, as you look into the... You said she has kind of like a holographic jacket? Yeah. Yeah, you look into the jacket, and you can see kind of the space around you reflected in it, but you don't see your reflection. You see, uh, tell me what human disco ball looks like, Carly. A uh, human disco ball is a human-sized shaped, vaguely humanly shaped uh, disco ball, like that reflective mirror surface, except it also has 
roses that go through or like the pattern of roses in in the crystals so like it has some red and some green that goes all around all around it like snaking in so just so i imagine this right it's like a person but just covered in like those little plate those little mirror plates yes and they're like etched into the mirrors are roses yes that fucking rules (laughs) i love this we made two rad idolines (laughs) yeah that's what you see reflected back at you, uh, and uh, the skeletons aren't, like, resetting like they are around Abby, uh, Carly, but they are, like, bouncing off of you. Okay. Uh. And you're both running to catch up with where everyone else is. Um, uh, Burgess, that hammer is flying towards you. What do you do? Uh, I think he wants to grab Ron's shoulders. Uh-huh. And kind of shake him and tell him, listen, Ron, I remember now. When I first entered this realm, I knew it was the realm of God. And I saw the shape of my own soul, the soul of a son of man. And it is that hammer. It's my soul. Look into yourself and tell me the shape of your soul. Whoa, this is a lot, man. Um... <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the welcome to the part where we, we can get a little crazy. We can get a little intimate and we'll talk about uh, the ad break. Hey, everyone! This is the ad break. Uh, I just want to say, as always, thank you so much for listening to the dumb show we do. It's very silly. It's very fun, uh, and I appreciate each and every one of you that's listening to this show right now. Uh, you're all the best. Keep on keeping on. Uh, be sure to tell everybody that we fucking rule and rock, and that they should watch us. Um, but if you are already a listener, if you are already a follower of us and you wish to take it to a deeper level, get a little, get a little more, uh, than what you, what you, what you, what you getting now, you should consider subscribing to us at Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe to us at Patreon at patreon.com slash Eidolon playtest. Um, and for $1 a month, you will get every episode a week in advance uh so you'll be able to hear all the hot exclusives before your friends uh for three dollars a month you will get luke's gm notes for every section as well as a monthly bonus design podcast where luke and molly work on the game uh some fun behind the scenes look uh if you're thinking about running a game of Eidolon yourself then you know having an idea of how crash clocks and uh the uh, gm notes behind the scenes work and also uh expert uh uh clinic on how to how to how to roll with the punches if uh your characters your pcs go off go off book and lastly for my majestic alpha awesome five dollar a month boners boners bonus members donors donors that's it hey donors <laughs> uh for my five dollars a month you get a current draft of eidolon become your best self you also get your name shouted out on the podcast right now no not right now i'll get to that later but you'll get your name shouted out on the podcast it's super cool or you can listen to the podcast everybody listen to the podcast gets to hear your name because you're cool you're a cool donor um also, we also got some stretch goals jumping off, homies. Once the Patreon hits seven fifty a month, we'll start a new monthly podcast, Eidolon Playlist, where we talk about fifty uh fifty. We talk about music that's been referenced in the show, starting with the entire killer's discography. 
And always, as always, I can't stress this enough, if you can't afford or don't want to give us some money, we totally understand. Um, but, you know, we would appreciate it if you could support the show in other ways, like telling your friends about us or rating or reviewing us on iTunes or whatever your podcast uh, feed is. But anyway, for my $5 patrons, it's naming time. Scaly Haley, Leah Plath, Mitchell Dill, Jennifer, Mark Myers, Icy Shadow, Brule, Maximilian Gumble, Benjamin Lewis, Abilene, Robust Laser, Erica Maybe, Witsu, Hannah, Professor Piggy, Trigger Harpy, Adam Levine, Jordan Sam, Theodore Beauregard Mann, Bazaar Logo, James Cherinznia, John Brownlee, Ultimate Trainer, Jenny Size, and Big Fella. Once again, thank you for watching our dumb show. I love it so much. Uh, and uh, let's get back to the hijinks and the fun. Do I see the hammer coming? <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel like we're in anime time where we have had, like, six cutaways to this hammer going very fast to clear, like, 20 feet of distance. <laughs> Tell me the shape of your soul, Ron. Save my soul. Save my soul. If it helps, the other Ron had a gun. But I've got a gun. He's like, holds up the gun. Okay, so he, like, puts both of his hands on the gun. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, it's gonna shoot the the, the hammer, I guess. Uh-huh. Fucking, I hope this works! Uh, and I guess this Eilon, uh, a big jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. Super fast jellyfish. Does, does it come firing out of the gun? Yes. <laughs> it, like, spins around, like, uh, I don't know, it's, like, spinning, like, it's, like, the bullet, like, expands and, like, spins, and, like, I would say it's when it collides with the hammer, it's just a bunch of slime, like catches it and slows it down. <laughs> yeah, give me a scrap roll. That one is four. <laughs> oh, no! Have you pushed yourself yet? I don't remember. No, I haven't. This is a good one for that one, yeah. Yeah, this is like a good time to push. That's great. That's is a six now, so that's six plus two. Uh, so eight. Eight, okay, yeah. Um, you know what? I said scrap. That should probably... Beyond, that, that, that should have been bombarded because you're literally shooting a thing. So that's uh, seven, which is still a success. Uh, what downside do you want here? Can I can I say players? Can I say GM's choice? But <laughs> here's the here's the thing I want to happen. I want the hammer to go slipping off of me because of the the fucking slime. Yeah. But yeah, you can choose players. GM's choice. Let's get saucy. Okay, I think you're, I'm gonna go with nerves are rattled if that's what you're going for here. I think, yeah, the hammer gets encased in slime in midair, so it at, you kind of got in the way of it going for Burgess, and so it hits you, but it's, like, padded by the slime, it absorbs all the shock, and it just bounces off of your head, and uh, goes and kind of clatters to the ground amidst the wreckage of the bus. And uh, I think the guy who now has a knife sticking out of his face that was embedded in the bus and still has, like, some pipes coming out of his throat is just laying on the ground and just kind of goes, <coughs> there's always going to be a little bit of slime in the undertow. Oh my God. Holy shit, that got alive. 
Oh, I didn't think that was a real person. I Stapleton? I... You know him? Kind of? I'm sorry. He, yeah, he's kind of like, the metal around his body has kind of fallen away. He looks very sickly and thin. Uh, Strix, he it somehow looks even paler than he did back when you saw him. Uh, are you okay, buddy? Absolutely not. Um, I'm gonna try to flex one more time a little bit, and I want to see if uh-huh. you think this would work. Since we're okay. in anime time, yeah, can I rewind Stapleton to before he got stabbed? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would most like because what does uh, one more time do? I have healing touch. Um, but you have healing touch. My, Let's see. my Eidolon can transform anything it touches, which I think we're making that like an aura rather than physical touch. I think that's um, fine. Into the same thing 30 seconds in the past. Thirty. Okay. I think it has probably been more than 30 seconds, but I'll let you take the healing touch attempt. I was going to say, it's been exactly 30 seconds. You can only go into the moment he was stabbed. <laughs> so <Sorry>. he's just <laughs> forever getting stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, g- give me the try. Okay, hold on. Or like it's in the millisecond just before the knife connects, so you have oh, to make God. sure you pull back. Right. Okay, um that is that is a seven. So he gets his damage track reversed by one. Uh I think yeah, he um you see him start to rewind, and parts of the bus rewind. The knife kind of pops out of his face. And, uh, but the metal he was encased in reforms around him, oh, and he no. kind of crashes to the ground as though he is the f- face side of a giant coin, and he goes, Well, oh, I guess that's better. Oh god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was trying to help, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take what I can get at this point. Uh, the hammer that had clattered to the ground suddenly starts to, uh, wiggle a little bit, and it flies back up and begins rapidly moving, hammering bits of the bus, and every time it does, they kind of fly together and merge together, and bit by bit, it uh, creates a metal body for itself, and this metal body then grabs the hammer and turns its uh, faceless head towards Burgess. Ah! I say we run, I fucking book it. Slime, slime. (laughs) Just yelling slime. Hey, uh, quick question. Yeah. Just because I know there's we got a lot of balls in the air here. Right. Uh, what's the situation with Phoenix right now? I think Phoenix is still laying on the ground, um, kind of unhappy that they've been shot several times. They are not done, but um, they're not great. Okay. Uh, Strix is going to look at Phoenix and just be like, what did you do? I mean, nothing specifically. This is all... Well, listen, you should be asking him. And uh, Phoenix points to Burgess. It's it's me, Strix. Somehow my soul has rebelled against me. Yeah, I think seeing this moving mechanical metal man, Burgess, sends a chill down your spine. This is the fucking... This is the clockwork anti-utopia made manifest before you. A, a, a machine man with no no soul, no will other than to destroy. Wow, how, how horrible. That being is the enemy of humanity itself. The subtle demonism of the world made manifest. 
We must destroy it. It comes running at you with the hammer held over its head. I think he wants to pick up Phoenix's tiny body and <laughs> throw them at it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bombard. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> I think uh, you th- you aim... You know, you you were a sporting lad in your college days, Burgess. You know how to throw. Uh, But you hurl Phoenix. It seems like it's going to be dead on. And then it's like the wind takes it. And Phoenix just kind of drifts completely wide. And kind of blows you a raspberry as uh, the metal creature just runs forward and just bashes you over the head with the hammer. Advance your damage track. Ow. Um, can I try something? Okay, yeah. yeah. I want to rewind Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rewind him so he's right in the middle of the air. Yeah. When the robot gets there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, is that a beat the odds? I'm trying to think. Um, or would that be... Do we still have mold? No, that's at the specific move. I'm yeah, mold reality's gone. It's just like the, the specific application. Yeah. I think this... Because you're basically trying to hit... Uh, Son of Man with Phoenix as a projectile, so I think I'm gonna go with Bombard. Bombard? Okay. Oh, I love this power. It's so much fun. Uh Uh-huh. Um, okay. I think as Phoenix is landing, they just go, I just keep trying to tell you, everything always turns out Phoenix! It always goes my way! (laughs) I rolled an eight, so... Wait, 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 what's happening? And uh, Phoenix goes flying backwards and uh, I feel like it just Phoenix like clips through the head of Son of Man and is just like trapped in its head <laughs> what a downside do you want um hold on uh, downside I'll take um I-, I have to move into danger okay then uh I think what happens is yeah Phoenix rockets backwards and like like a video game glitches into Son of Man's head but then starts vibrating violently, uh, kind of like when the physics engine in a video game breaks, and just pieces of shrapnel fly off of Son of Man towards you, Abby. What do you do? Uh, can I um, do something? Yeah, yeah! Yeah, I'm, I want to put Human Disco Ball in the way. Okay. Oh god, we- Of the shrapnel. We are like a good duo. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, uh... I think give me beat the odds power for this. Cool. Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, I think you get there in time with human disco ball and it is reared back and ready to just punch the shrapnel. Mm-hmm. But in like the split second before you do, you realize that that is going to send this shrapnel ricocheting off. And, uh, Again, you have just a quarter of a second to think here. It's going to go either towards Ron or towards Strix. Who do you want to send it towards? Strix. If, if it's her quarter second, she she doesn't like, know Strix as much there. as she knows yeah. Ron. Uh, Strix, your other wing gets fucked up. Ah! Don't! So- sorry! <laughs> it's fine. Strix, I think when you look back at Human Disco Ball reflected in its uh, mirrored body, you look like a guy. And not an owl. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Okay, I'm gonna try something. Yeah. We've kind of been ignoring them, but presumably the angry skeletons are still swarming around us. Yeah, I think they are kind of... 
they've been held back by human disco ball in one more time, but now that they're both predisposed doing other things, they're starting to close in again. So I, I, I apologize that all of my ideas seem to involve manipulating the road in some way. I mean, that's your power. We're on yeah. the road. <laughs> but, uh, so I want to take this weird son of man phoenix combo uh-huh. and, like... You ever you ever see like in a cartoon when it there's like a trapdoor with a spring under it and then someone get launched into the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to do that with like the street, just like just sh- like just launch them up into the skeletons. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that's gonna be another bombard. Like I could I could see the case for scrap if you wanted to make it, but uh, what are my stats? I uh, believe. Let's see. Your yeah, but stats. bombard's better for me. So yeah. Yeah, you have one LA zero power, so you'd yeah, rather bombard. Go with bombard on this one. I'm gonna. Yeah, no. Let's, let's go with bombard. I got a nine. Ooh, can I assist? I have a good one for assisting. Ooh, sure. yeah, yeah. What's your assist? Uh, Ron is so thankful that the shard hits Strix instead of him, and he like takes the gun out and scratches his head. He's like, "All my fucking life, I felt unlucky, except today. I feel like things are going my way." And the gun says feel good ink. <laughs> oh shit. And uh fucking I shot the I shot Phoenix with a bunch of unlucky bullets. I put all of a lifetime of bad luck into Phoenix unintentionally. Oh fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me um I think give me a reveal your master plan because this would mean that at some point the uh Raphael gun that Strix stole in the finale got swapped out for feel good ink without us realizing it. And then Strix has had feel-good ink this whole time. And we'll have to fill in how that happened at a later date. Uh, last we knew, uh, uh, Ursula Ursa had feel-good ink. Hmm. I mean, yeah, luckily we have a big gap in time where we can make shit up. Oh, yeah, I love this. (laughs) Alright, here we go. Yeah. Eight? Not plus anything, because we don't have any bond, but eight. (laughs) Okay, yeah, um... What down? Th- oh no! You're just helping. You're not bombarding. That pushes it to a ten. Yeah. I think it is like uh, Strix launched a clay pigeon. You fire a bunch of bullets about your dissatisfaction with your life towards uh, Phoenix and Son of Man, and the bullets just hit its metal body and kind of like fucking Devil May Cry when you juggle with bullets. It just <laughs> knocks yes. it higher and higher up into the air, and. Uh, I, apparently the skeletons work on like lightning bolt rules, and they're going for like higher up targets and begin ripping Son of Man apart. And they are—it seems like they're not stopping with just the metal body. They're starting to tear uh, Phoenix apart too. And as uh, it's just getting mauled by the skeletons, it's screaming out. But then also says, "Oh dang! I really messed up here. I didn't think about. I was so focused on killing you, Strix. I forgot to protect myself, but..." At least I'll die knowing that you're gonna die too! As it just gets its head ripped into pieces. Oh, gross. Ew. That's really disturbing, and also, I hate that child? And uh, the hammer comes crashing to the ground, unscathed. Uh, it does not seem to be moving, but now there is, yeah, the storm of skeletons has really expanded into just, like, a hurricane all around you, and it is about to come crashing down on top of you. What do you do? Okay, okay, uh... What did that, what did that paper say? That the, 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 the TV was a, uh... A, a, a Gabriel B. That was, uh... That was the shiny guy's name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where... Where do I find one of the shiny guys? 
Uh, and I want to dredge the undertow. Try and tell me where the nearest uh, Gabriel Bead is. Sure. Yeah, give me that dredge. Uh, that is an 11. 11. Um, Strix, your power is to manipulate the undertow. You, Gabriel Bead's wherever you want him to be. I think, without realizing that that's what he's doing, I think he just summons a Gabriel Bead behind him. <laughs> yeah, I think suddenly all the skeletons just stop and melt away, and uh, all of you see that there is a weird um, stone and metal guy with a TV head here now, and he just says, Hello. Hello. Oh. oh, hey. Oh. I sensed a large concentration of Teoth in this area and came to ensure that no one was hurt. Huh. That's what those are, though. They're Teoths. Strix, you know this? Be you friend or foe, metal man. Please don't just... <laughs> Put it in your pants. That's a wolf. My name is Gabriel Bede. I am an angel. I get, yeah, sure. Demons are real. Of course angels are real. Okay, yeah. and angels are good, right? We want angels? Oh, yeah, he's real nice. Okay, okay so good. Checks out. Okay. Oh, Strix, it is good to see you. Hi. Uh, you're the first completely familiar face so far. Some of them have been kind of familiar, but you're the, you're the first, like, totally, I, I know who this is. I am not the same Gabriel Bede that you are familiar with, though I do look identical. Ah, oh, nerds. Oh my god, adorable. <laughs> um, not to interrupt this really sweet reunion, actually. Um, but should we try not to... Hello, leave? Miss Rose. Oh, hi, you know me. Huh, that's... I know AU. Oh, like a different person, an alternate universe? Like an AU, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Mr. Moreau. Ron, how do you know what AU is? <laughs> <laughs> Ron loves AO3. Ron, yeah, Ron's all on AO3 all the time. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we not be in the middle of the street? This feels bad. Or are we safe since you're here? Are, are, as long as I'm here, but I would recommend getting to safety. Are more demons coming? That lucky said there were demons after Strix and, and your person. Sloan. Yeah. Do, you, do you know Sloan? Yes, I am familiar with Sloane Parker. Do you, do you know where... What do you mean by Teoth energy? Burgess, give me a goddamn second. Not right now. <laughs> do you know where her Sloane is? I have a great deal of information about the universe from which I am originally from. However, without more direct access to your universe, I cannot give you specific information on anyone from it. Um, can I... My Sloan... I mean, we could just we could just go check it out. Like, we could take you to it. The bus didn't get far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be okay. Can we do that? Hey. Please. Yeah. Let's go back to where we started. Understood. Uh, yeah. Alright, yeah. You lead Gabe back to the cul-de-sac that you all came from. And, uh, he sees the... You know, the damaged house that you came out of, Abby, and, uh... And Ron. Oh, yeah, and Ron. You're right. Um, and, uh, he says, That hole in the wall should really be repaired. It's going to be a hazard for people in your universe. Yeah, I fell into it. That's how I got here. Um, I see. Please, um, could you... Could you please tell me, um, do you know now? Or do we have to go in? Um, yes, I will need to find... Some way to interface with the house. 
is there a computer? That is usually what works. Um, I, I think I saw one in there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will take a look. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Gabe floats. Are you following him in or are you waiting outside? Uh, I, I think Abby's following him, but she's like, oh, she's jumpy as a cat. She is like fidgeting and like she, oof. I think Carly's also following and she has like a hand very lightly on Abby's shoulder. Like, it's okay. We're going to find her. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Gabe floats in. Uh, Sloan, where's your computer? Oh, God. Um, I think it's next Just, to the, yeah. it's next to the bed. It's me, yeah. Sloan. My computer's next to the fucking bed. <laughs> oh, hey, we found her. Gabe uh, floats upstairs into the bedroom and finds the computer and connects to it. And um, some lights flash on his face for a moment. And he says, All right, I now have omniscient knowledge of this universe. Okay, where where is she? Okay. Your Sloan was attacked by another one of the Spears of Hell several days ago from the perspective of this universe, Andromalius. Unfortunately, I'm not sure where she went after leaving. However, I can tell you that she is the master of this house. Abby, are you thinking of getting caught up in all this? I mean, I... Oh! I, oh, Abby, I, I think I... I have an idea. Okay. Um, in my universe, I could tell that Ursula wasn't there and maybe she's the master i think it said in that letter we got that she was the master of the house so and and i could tell okay concentrate on her i'll try to help well i see if we can figure out where she is well i just something i it's like a feeling. No, listen, listen to listen to uh, Carolyn on this. Well, you can feel all kinds of like crazy stuff by just kind of thinking about it, especially when you're out here. Okay, I, interesting. I, Would you like to know more intriguing information about this Sloan Parker? Yeah. Yes. I. So I. I woke up um, this morning, and when I went to bed, uh, Sloan had left, and it, she was normal. Like you know, we we hung out that day. It was great. Um, and then when I woke up, she looked different. She was, she, she, she had scars and she looked like she was surprised to see me and she just ran. What, what happened? Um, from your perspective, you have known Sloane Parker for a number of months. Yeah. However, from Sloane's perspective, she has only existed in this universe for a single day. What does that even mean? What? What is it? She is the master of this universe. It is designed exactly as she specified it. It would seem that, for some reason, she specified it that she would only truly awaken to her true self on the day that she went missing. I, does that... She... If she's... The, um, she never knew me? There's more. This Sloan is the original Sloane, from the first universe. She is one of the nine who directly destroyed the original estate. She knew a version of you. I... I... I don't... I've... I, I've known Sloane for like six months. She's, she's my best friend. That is true. It is also true that this Sloane does not know you. 
Um, I think Abby, um, just tunes out at this point, um, and, like, just walks away. Uh, she is definitely crying. I think as you're walking away, you do hear Gabe also add, uh, In a certain sense, Sloane is the one who created you, along with everything else in this universe. Oh, she's crying harder now. Gabe, chill for a second with the revelations? Um... She needs some space. Understood. Hey, hey, Ron, where did you get that gun? Oh yeah, I stole it from you. Here, so, yeah, you can have it back. Are you gonna shoot? Are you gonna shoot with bird wings? Come on. I mean, I have talons, but you know, you, you, this seems to suit you better. You can hold on to it. Yeah, just something called out to me. I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, if it makes it up for you, uh, he like pulls out a handful of feathers. <laughs> oh, there might be some luck left in him. I, I, hmm, I, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to dredge with the feathers. I want to see what's up with these feathers. Okay, yeah, sure. Give me a dredge. Oh, that's a snake eyes. <laughs> Holy shit. Phantom clock's already back to two. <laughs> Christ. I, should I push it? Nah, it's not worth it. It's, it's not worth it. Um, yeah. These are definitely feathers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just gonna hold on to these. <laughs> Authentic Phoenix Demon Feathers. It's gotta be something, right? Do they have magic in them? Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> not you, Strix. <laughs> not, not, the, not the first thing I've collected just because it was pretty. Yeah. Strix, you knew this, Sloan? Yeah, uh, it's, it's weird. It's, on the one hand, I, I only knew her for a day. On the other hand, I feel like I've known her forever. I'm not sure why. I think Gabe kind of turns to look at you, but he got told to cool it on the revelation, so he's not saying shit. (laughs) Beautiful. So, so Gabe, you got got any revelations from me? Any, any... You can see the whole universe I'm from. I was asked to cool it on those. They seem to be upsetting people. I meant specifically for Abby. You can give everyone else revelations. You can give me revelations if you want. Understood. Just don't say anything upsetting about her wife. Thank you. (laughs) Ron, like Abigail, you were created by this lone Parker. But he is he is a run, right? Because there's a run in my universe. I'm there's a run I'm close to. There are many alternate versions of people throughout the neighborhood. There are billions upon billions of universes, each built based to the specifications of their masters. If a master knew a person, they will likely show up in their universe. But what does that make him? What does that make me? What does that make us? Are we aspects of these? People, are we our own persons? Do we have, I don't know, free will? I am not the original Gabriel Bede, however, we are capable of sharing memories with one another. The original Gabriel Bede existed in a single universe. There were not multiple houses at that time. They would not have understood the question, do you have free will? Because they saw time as a single line of actions and reactions. Everything that would always happen would always happen. The notion of decisions were simply illusions created from a lack of perspective. 
However, now that we have existed in a space with billions upon billions of different timelines, each intersecting and bouncing off of one another, I can now say that I do understand your question, but I am incapable of answering it. Okay. It, one last thing. Is there a way to do that thing? Like, connect your memories with the other versions? I would need to return home. No, but I mean our memories. Could I connect my memories with my other versions? Oh. Well, you're not a weird robot guy, but there's probably some way. I don't know. Okay. Thank you, Gabe. You're welcome. I'm gonna go check on Abby. Are there any, like, rules about having to return to your universe? Because if, if I can be straight with you, uh, Gabriel, not a big fan of this universe I got here. Can I, can I just bail? Can we bail? You're free to leave. However, you will need to live somewhere. You can apply for a home loan to have a universe of your own built, but that will take some time. You may also gain permission to dwell in someone else's universe. Hmm, sounds sick. Uh, you know anybody with, what's the top five universes, you know? I could not begin to answer that question. Ron, you are welcome in mine, at least for the time being. Everything probably all is 1920s and shit, fuck. I can't say, I haven't been there. Well, hey, uh, if that doesn't sound good, you could probably spend some time in mine. What do you got? What do you got in your universe? What's 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 the what's the what's the appeal? It's a big forest. Okay. Okay. Got lots of nice weather, fruit, um, animals. Okay, so cool. Kind of a vacation spot, like a three-day weekend kind of thing. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll give you all the tour. Uh, let's uh, let's let's go get the ladies, and we can uh, we can head we can head back to my treehouse. Abby, what are you doing? Um, I think Abby is just slumped up against the side of the house, and like her knees are pulled up, and she's like holding and just like staring off into the distance, crying. I think if it's okay, I think Caroline gets there. And she doesn't say anything. She just sits next to you and, like, slowly puts an arm around you. When I, um, when I first got to college, I was really scared because I had never, um, been outside my town. And on the first day, I, I met Sloane and we, we hated each other. Um... (laughs) But we, um, we kept talking, and we actually figured out we had a lot of common, and, um, she, uh, she was my best friend, and I, she, she never knew me. I, 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 I can't, and she just kind of just stops. From what little I understood, you and I are both aspects of versions of the people we... mm, We're aspects of versions of someone that the people we care about thought of us. 
they either imagined us or remembered us. But like, I don't think that makes what you feel any less real or what I feel for Ursula any less real. We're still part of them and we're still ourselves. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think this is the end of the road. I think they're... That Sloan that you became friends with is still there somewhere, even if it's as part of a different Sloan. A Sloan that thought about you, about you becoming her friend. Those feelings you have, that Sloan probably also has them. And that doesn't make them unreal or bad. That Shit's complicated and that's okay. We're not going to give up just because TV Man says things are more complicated than we expected. You're, um, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be okay. Okay. We're going to find her. We're going to find everyone. Well, for- We're ready to took care of one problem, right? How hard can everything else be? We'll find, um... We'll find Ursula, too. I... Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I think Abby just hugs her. Uh, she hugs Meg. And then I think she's like, let's go get our girls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eidolon Pop is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash You can also follow us on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest. You can also follow Mike at Mike Loves Rabbits, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Zoe at Blankzilla, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, and me, Thai at Sirius Tiberius. Eidolon Talk will be back in two weeks on July 26th for Patreon subscribers and August 2nd for everyone else. See you then! Meanwhile, back at the site of the bus crash... Hello? Anyone there? You didn't forget about me, did you? You wouldn't just go and abandon your dear old pal Stapleton, right? Right? Ah, I'm sure they'll be back. Ninety-nine bottles of slime on the wall. Ninety-nine bottles of slime. You take one down, pass it around. Ninety-eight bottles of slime on the wall. Ninety-eight bottles of slime on the wall. Ninety-eight bottles of slime.
As Stapleton continues to sing, the bus driver finally stands up and surveys the damage. He realizes with a sigh that this is going to be a much longer delay than he initially thought. As he grumbles to himself, another Venga bus drives past, headed the opposite direction. Another bus driver is at its wheel, and another Stapleton is embedded in its back wall. Seated about halfway back are another Sloane, another Abby, another Quentin, another James, another Ursula. They look out the window, curious about the wrecked bus, but soon forget it as they travel onward on their own journey. <laughs>